Hello out there. Welcome to the Knights of Nerditude podcast, podcast for all things nerd. I'm your host tonight, Sean. I'm here on the Skype hotline with... Happy Life Day, everyone. Sam. Green is fucking stupid, John. <laughs> and Sam, Life Day was over a month ago. Get your holidays right. Sorry. Uh, so we are missing Chris tonight, which means, Sam, where is Chris tonight? We haven't done this in a while. Uh, he's trying to get Chewie home for Life Day, uh, but he's being chased by Imperial uh, Star Destroyers. Sam, what is the manner in which he's delivering him? Uh, he's he's delivering him in the Millennium Falcon. No, 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 Sam. What? Oh, he's delivering them by hand. Oh, solo, if you will. I I missed that. That was my fault. Yeah, that was a That's layup, me. and you just you just dropped that one. That's <sighs> on me. Well, if you like the podcast, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're usually better than that. Yeah, usually. So. <laughs> We, we we got a little bit of news, but we we did watch the Fat Man, which uh, we teased months ago um, to to fit in with this Christmas theme, sort of this festive theme, I guess you would say. But I want to hop right into the news really quick. Um, first of all, I let's start with uh, Wonder Woman 1984 that's coming out in two days. Um, Reviews are coming out, certified fresh, but it's at a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, overall, critics are like, yeah, it's, it's good, but it's not as good as the first one. It kind of seems like the general consensus of this movie. We're still going to review it. We're still going to watch it. It's on HBO+, Plus, which is great. But the news that came out of this is Patty Jenkins is now another Warner Brothers director that's starting to talk out against warner brothers talking about studio interference and how unhappy she is with them so she talked about wonder woman the original having a completely different ending much smaller ending much simpler ending and not this overblown cgi rar fest that it became and ta basically talking about how everybody who talks about her first movie they always talk about the negative, which is that ending, that third act, which is Wonder Woman versus Ares. So, did she specify whether or not the mustache was still there? <laughs> I, she did not specify. Unfortunately, she didn't specify what her original ending was, and that I'm yeah, they never uh, never seem to do that. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's the bad part. Well, I had something else planned the whole time, but right. uh, oh, yeah. I wasn't allowed was, to do it. It was this darn studio. Right. True uh, Wonder Woman has never been attempted. So, um, that's very, I mean, you know, look, they, they've got, um, you know, so few directors in, in their stable, so to speak. Um, so to have another one come out and, uh, complain about it. I mean, was she, she was accepted the, or upset with the whole theatrical window too, right? Yeah. Is that the impetus or, okay. Yeah. Another, yeah. Well, Cause obviously, also yeah, no, I've, no one's happy that Warner Brothers is releasing everything on HBO Plus. Though it is funny, I'll just say this: it is funny that she didn't bring this up before, considering this one was announced way ahead of everything else. Right, and probably, you know, 
the the big thing is too is you know all the other directors just found out like on, in the news pretty much like they weren't consulted or anything like that mm. and i think the the reason was is that you know once you tell you can't tell like five of them because like the rest will find out because you know they're all agents and stuff like that um so yeah interesting patty jenkins didn't, didn't speak up beforehand although you know i can understand where she's coming from mm-hmm. you know, still being uh, upset at all this right um, right We'll see. We'll see, man. They've got a lot of big IP things that they need some uh, decent people at the helm of. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're you know, burning like even, a lot even, of bridges. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if... I wonder where Christopher Nolan goes if he goes somewhere else. Because, um, yeah. you know, a guy like him, it's he's going to be welcome open arms if he goes to Universal or Disney or, you know, wherever. Yeah. Um, you know, and pretty much, maybe not quite the independence and, like, free, but, you know, I mean, he's the closest thing to somebody who would get, like, a blank check, so. John, how happy are you going to be if he signs with Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, look, you know, he was with a real studio, and I still, ooh, I did rewatch Tenet. You um, did? Yes. Much better with the subtitles on. <laughs> <laughs> like, you actually understand what people are saying now. Yeah. Um, truly. And, like, you know, it's like, I mean, I thought maybe part of it is, like, you know, the scores are always very present in his movies. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, to the benefit of, like, you know, the score in this one, too, is, like, awesome. Like, there's the big, you know, third-act action scene, and, like, oh, it's, it's it's really great how it, like, it, like, pipes you up um, when you're while you're watching it. I actually thought it was a little bit better this time. And, like I said, actually, like, being able to see the story or, like, the subtitles, you understand what they're saying. <laughs> and the dialogue is still not great, though. It's, like, close to George Lucas kind of, like overwritten and like i'm throwing in a little catch i'm throwing in little catchphrases here and that like you know there's like no kind of like subtlety or whatever yeah anyway it's okay i would i would uh, for the rental i i would absolutely recommend it okay um maybe not a buy i bought it but like you know you could you could do worse and look there's there's so few like new movies lately it's it's a good spec. It's a good watch. I'll I'll maintain that. It definitely didn't get worse on the second viewing, which is always good too. Um, yeah. How pissed would I be if he went to Netflix? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, they would they would still give him a shitload of money to make whatever. So like, you know, I'm sure he'd figure it out. I mean, like like you know, The Irishman was like fucking long, but it was still like a Scorsese movie. So. We'll see. Maybe Apple will give them a shit ton of money, like oh, they God. like they did with uh, the next Scorsese movie. So we'll see. Oh boy, so excited for that! All right, I have uh, I have some video game news, but uh, before I get to that, do you guys have any other news? Oh, there was one thing to our update. Which, by the way, if uh, you did not know, uh, we are not talking about uh, Mandalorian season finale because we dropped the pod earlier today um <laughs> so i had a little technical issues even though we recorded over the weekend so if you're looking for that uh check the last episode in the feed you'll find it there we go really long on that yes um we do. but 
some news did come out, which I guess, spoiler if you haven't watched the episode somehow, um, the uh, Book of Fett spinoff is going to be executive produced, and I don't know if that means he's going to be the showrunner as well, but by Robert Rodriguez, who... <laughs> it's funny when I rattle off the movies because it's like I know it's yeah, so Shark insane. Boy, Lava Girl, uh, Machete, <laughs> uh, Spy Kids, uh, 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 he Dust did. Till Dawn. Oh God, it, not Death Proof. The other one, um, Planet Terror, right? Predators. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, yeah, that's right. He did do Predators. Um, yeah, so he's 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 done a few things, and he also notably directed the. Um, what was that? The eighth? No, sixth episode of the season when yeah. you get the sort of uh, Boba yeah. Fett finally showing up, showing up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see it. Uh, you know, throws a wrinkle in, and I think too there was some um ambiguity. You know, with all the Disney press releases earlier that week or the week before. Yeah, no, it must have been the week before. And then, uh, you know, them dropping this news essentially right when the uh, the episode came out that was this going to be season three of The Mandalorian? Like, were we going to put a pause on that? And, no, they've come out now and confirmed that there will be a season three. I don't think they gave a timeline, but um, this, you know, the book of Fett is not the season three. It's its own thing, even yeah. though it's coming out, you know, a year from now, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. What, what I've heard is they're still planning on season three coming out next December. Yeah. So, I mean that—that's, I mean something I'm looking forward to, uh, super excited for. Um, so, all right. Uh, any other news other than uh, what I'm about to talk about? Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Well, Sam, you like video games, right? Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, when you're playing a video game, has this ever happened to you where? As you're playing, you go, hmm, I really want some of that KFC that I just got. And then you reach over, take a big old bite of that KFC, and it's cold? Um, not really, but... Well, too um... bad, because KFC solved that problem. Yes, KFC is entering the console wars with the KF console. It has been confirmed as a real thing. Um, it, they joined up with Cooler Master to make the KF console. All right. So what it is, is it's a console. It's got, let me see the specs. It's got uh, a Nuke 9 Extreme Compute Element and two Seagate Barracuda 1 terabyte solid, uh, um, solid uh, hard drives for storage. It can, has 4K compa uh, compatibility. It can work up to 240 frames per second. Now, when you think about all this, you think, wow, this computer, this console is going to produce a lot of heat. And you are absolutely correct, Sam, because you're thinking that. The reason why it's producing so much heat is to keep your KFC chicken warm in the little dish thing that is inside of it. So you can slide it open and close to keep your food warm. So now the heat thrown off by the computer yes. heats the heats the okay, chicken. Okay, so it's just very it's very um, efficient. It's not quite the right word, but yeah, it's it's very it's using the heat already like internally produced. Yes, mm. yes. that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Does, 
does this count as a uh, voluntary manslaughter? <laughs> because they're like, here, have some KFC, which is already like trying to kill you as you eat it. Uh, delicious, but trying to kill you. Uh, and then you combine that with a video game that requires you to be, you know, sedentary and not exercising, which makes it even worse. I, I think they're trying to kill people. I don't know. It could be. It, it <laughs> could it's be. possible. But yeah, if you if you Google search the KF console, you'll get uh, pictures of this. Yeah, I was just looking thing. at it. Um, it looks interesting. But uh, there has been, they have not released uh, when it will be available. They do not have a price point yet, but they have confirmed it is real. This is not a joke. Like, and, that's certainly interesting, Sean. And I'm um, frankly, um, I'm still a little shocked that uh, that's what we're talking, when you said video game news, yeah. that this is what we're talking about. Like, yeah. it, ev- um, it even looks like some kind of, like, cyberpunk dystopian device that controls your mind yeah but no you, you open it up and it is like oh look fried chicken <laughs> like oh wow yeah that's not at all what i was expecting yeah it's like it looks like um yeah it looks like the computer's a bad guy in a sci-fi movie <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> oh god like, it looks like the supercomputer they're trying to knock out or else it's going to launch a bunch of nukes at the U.S. Yeah, or give people, you know, heart disease. So, maybe, yeah. So, <laughs> we're actually the same. One of the thing, reviews for this thing that I said was it, uh, it can run Crisis and Cyberpunk with all of its bugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a, it's a powerful console, which is very surprising. Uh, I and somebody else uh, tweeted out like the console wars are over introducing the KF console and yeah no I, I think this is the one thing Xbox Nintendo and PlayStation cannot do Ooh. I mean the old ones could cook an egg but they can't keep your KFC warm why, why sure. didn't any of them think of that I just I, I, I feel like it, it was just not even a, a thought to them. So, like, shame on them. What's going on at KFC? Uh, brilliance. They know that they can make ridiculous <laughs> press releases and people will talk about them on podcasts and places. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we're like, just, but it's we're like, just falling into the trap here, fellas. I gotta tell you. I know, it, but <laughs> it's just like they're gonna have to produce this. So, it's not yeah, just no, like a. a they, they've produced one. It's just yeah. They have to mass like make it for the masses. So yeah, like, that's not like a cheap thing to do. They got kernel money, Sam. <laughs> but and then they have to like work with like game developers and stuff and yep. see see if they can get. Oh, it's Cooler Master. Yeah. The... Oh God, I thought when you said Cooler Master, like it's a like a cooler company. No, oh, Cooler no. Master the. Uh, like they make desktop yeah. uh, cases. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. So this is like a legit thing. Like, I mean, it's legit insofar as you can't buy it. But right. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they they've released that it's happened. I mean, it's like it's like what happened with uh, Xbox let and, me, let me, and yeah, PlayStation let me like say, six months it's ago. It's never. Yeah, it's never happening. But. Oh, John's going with the net. Never say never, John. I have high hopes. 
that one day I will eat warm KFC while playing video games. John, I hope you're right. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's just something so wrong about this. But so right, Sam. No, there's nothing you right know about it. Feel this. it in in your bones, Sam. You know this be uh, to be true. Like, is does KFC think so little of video gamers? Like, I mean, but it's not. They like, understand. There's nowhere, there's nowhere to order it though. No, because it's it's so it's not. They have not released a uh, like a date. So when like place when Sony released uh, was like, hey, we're doing the PS5. You couldn't order it at that moment. You had to wait for yeah. some time. So it's the same kind of thing. They release it. They're saying this is real. We'll see if it actually ha- like comes through. I hope it will, because you know what. This is interesting, and this is something I would love to talk about. The fuck is this? <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is 2020, Sam. <laughs> the year's uh. almost over. Uh. I would like to point out, by the way, I have a KFC, Chick-fil-A, and Popeye's within a mile of my house, and that has not been great for the pandemic. <laughs> oh, I, I have that feeling. See, like, I lucked out. I moved away from all of that, so now it's like, oh, I want something. Well, I guess I have to drive, and oh, I don't want to drive, and then I just end up eating what's in the fridge. So it, it works out. Anyways. So yeah, that's uh, that's my little uh, video game news. Be on the lookout. Yeah, I mean, also, also like you know, cyberpunk sort of destroyed people's faith in the industry. Oh god, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, that that's that, that's like three weeks ago. We 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 could have talked about that. My boss actually. I don't know. It's still like readily evolving. Like yeah. they're, they're, all these places are giving out discounts now, right? Like GameStop and. Well, uh, so my boss has a PS4. He's been he bought it when it was available like to download he bought it super excited like he's never been so excited for a video game he downloaded it played about a half hour of it requested the refund hasn't been given the refund yet and now he's just mad right like you 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 can go on youtube if you're curious go on youtube and just look up like cyberpunk fails or cyberpunk ps4 it's bad they should make they should make the refund based on like how many achievements you've done <laughs> and like prorate it. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it, it's very sad that it's gotten to that point. I, apparently it works well with certain specs on your PC. Like it's not even like, yeah, I've, I've like heard- my computer is pretty good. I feel like it wouldn't be able to run cyberpunk. Well, what I've heard is that like the PC port is actually fine. But all the consoles are terrible, which mm. is the first time in history that that's ever been the way. Yes. Because it's especially the, PC um, Master Race. PC ports yeah, previous, are always terrible. Yeah. Right. Especially the previous gen, like, is just, like, unplayable. Oh, yeah. Although I, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard, like, the game is still, like, a mixed bag. Like, it's, um, there's some parts that are actually pretty good, but others just, you know. There's some really cringeworthy dialogue in there. Like really, oh, yeah. I mean, have you heard of a video game? <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, it's for like for them, it's it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, I I know what you mean though. There's yeah. there's some that are better than others. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Cyberpunk, not good. I mean, part of me is like, I'm happy they were like, hey, we're gonna postpone this to try finishing it. 
And I was like, oh, that's cool. But like, I know a lot of people were mad and you shouldn't be mad if a video game company's like, this game is not done. Give us time to finish it. You should be like, yes, please. This game looks awesome. Give it time. Yeah. Let I want a it. good game. Yeah. I want a finished game. game. I, I, I hate games that are like, here's the game. By the way, here's day one patch download. So have fun with that. Like, the only ones I'm okay with are, like, the ones where it's, like, three dudes making it. Oh, yeah, like the super indie games where it's like, oh, this is a little broken. Hey, uh, these are the bugs. And they're like, oh, we're working on it. Oh, cool. But, like, these cool. big companies, like, yeah, where come it's on. Just, you, you have enough money to polish this before. Yeah. Like the, Especially, was... like, I one of these Paradox games I bought, like, it just wasn't... Um, I mean, it was on a Mac, but, like, they, like, updated the Mac software, and it just, like, wasn't usable for, <laughs> like, a couple weeks until they came up with their own patch. And it was just, mm. like, something simple, like the full screen sort of thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Sam, it... we should do a Paradox pod. Yeah. <laughs> what games does uh, Paradox make? Uh, grand strategy games. Oh, oh, wow. These are strategy games that are incredibly detailed. And if you're, if, if you're listening to that, yes, me and John are incredibly cool people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a five hour talk about production efficiency. Yeah. And whether or not you should make medium or modern tanks. Okay. It's <laughs> been Hearts of Iron 4. Um, Oh God! Let's get to the movie. Yes. All right. Uh, so this week we uh, talked about or all saw Fat Man, yes. starring uh, everyone's Mel favorite Mel Gibson. Yes. Right. Everyone. No one has a problem with him, right? No. Notable no. spreader of holiday joy. Yeah. Uh, He's a, Mel. You Gibson. know what? He's a jolly man, which is probably why he got the job as Santa. Right. Red-faced, but not for the reasons you think. Okay. <laughs> this is his second movie uh, related to Christmas. First being... What was the other one? Passion of the Christ. Uh, <laughs> that's an Easter movie. Yeah, but it's related. That's not related. You watch that on Easter. <laughs> that's like saying... Tim, that's like saying the Hanukkah episode of Rugrats is the same as the Passover episode of Rugrats. They're not the same. <laughs> Two different holidays. Sorry. I, didn't, I didn't realize I was going to trigger John with that joke. <laughs> or like, oh, it's the third night of Hanukkah. Let's watch the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Jesus. God, Sam. <laughs> All right. Understand anyway, holidays. Mel Gibson stars in, I guess what you could call an action comedy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it it plays itself pretty straight. I, I gotta gotta admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, where <laughs> Mel Gibson plays Santa, and he's been essentially uh, fallen upon hard times, and has to now work for the government <laughs> in a production capacity. Although I guess he what he's always been subsidized by the government. Yeah, or something it's like something that. like that. He gets like a a, a check every Christmas. For all giving out all the toys and spreading Christmas cheer, right? But I guess it's 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 been less and less over time because he's given out less presents because kids have been less good. Which, sure. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, a kid who's on the bad list, 
uh, hires Walton Goggins, who's an assassin, <laughs> who is a very um, morally bankrupt assassin, mm. uh, to <laughs> hunt down and kill Santa. And that's pretty much the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, overall, I guess just to start off the takes here, I liked it. It was okay, but um, part of me regrets not just letting this be the trailer. I mean, I guess I'll always still have the trailer, <laughs> but like the trailer was just so good and perfect that like, you know, I mean, like the trailer was a borderline like SNL fake trailer kind of good. You know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, to follow up the actual movie, I mean, sometimes that happens where the trailer's awesome and then you see the movie and the movie's still awesome. Like the, the lighthouse is almost the same kind of deal. Like I've heard people describe it as like 90 minutes of the trailer. Um, and that's pretty <laughs> accurate. Just more fart jokes in that one. But in this one, <laughs> you know, I think the big thing to me is like, you know, it's a comedy or you, yeah. I mean, it is a comedy. Yeah. It's like, not let's, let's taking itself too seriously. This isn't like a drama like but also though it kind of is because it doesn't make a lot of like the jokes it does make are very subtle yeah yeah like it's not it's not jokey for sure no no it plays itself Um, straight it plays itself very straight and i almost thought it was like too straight yeah Mm -hmm. like i felt with this movie it needed to do one or two things or maybe both which was Lean more into the comedy. This is kind of a ridiculous concept. You know, just lean into that. And also, more action. Right. Like, mm. Santa really needed to be, a, like, a major badass in this. And we just really didn't get that. No, you didn't get any of that. And, like, there was no him being Santa like making his character any kind of different or anything like that. Like, yeah. you know, he was just kind of like grouchy. Yeah. He was just yeah. angry Santa the whole well, time. See, like there was that one line that was nice where, I mean, it's in the trailer, but you, you get a better idea of it is like how grouchy he is up until that point where they're talking about why the elves lived so long. And like, they're like, what about Chris? Is that, you know, is he the same way? And they're like, no, it's the cheer that uh that makes him live so long it's like but he's just not happy <laughs> and it's kind of like a funny subtle joke um it's little things like that and i i feel like the way they flushed out the elves i i actually really enjoyed yeah like that was it it was funny to me because like that was almost my favorite part mm-hmm. was the like bow-eyed or do- like the 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 army colonel or whoever like asking the elves all these questions and then being like you know man if you guys like just ate you know not sugar all the time and slept <laughs> like you carbs and simple so sugar short. it's what right. carbs and simple sugars is what all they eat and then they take a 20 minute nap every eight hours yeah eight hours <laughs> to like switch off I just love to. You can go to the buffet and it's just like it's like, like pies oh and candy. God. Yeah, yeah like, like grabbing whole pies and just piling on just raw sugar. I th- I thought it's, the movie like came out weak, but started to pick mm-hmm. up when the elves showed up. Yeah. Yes. Because I th- I think a lot of it too is like, and you know I don't know how somebody even just 
if they just pick that up, how they're going to even watch or like re like watching the first 10 or 15 minutes without knowing Mel Gibson's Santa. I mean, like it's pretty obvious once they start talking or whatever, but you know, if you don't know the framing of the movie, I think a little bit early on is going to be lost. Mm. Um, and I think just to, you know, we we're kind of talking about it before, but it's, you know, it's like, if it's an action movie or action comedy, the Expendables is not an action comedy, but it's so like, over the top that yeah. it's entertaining to me in that way but yeah. it's also an incredible action movie yeah and then like on the other end you have the like total farce like a hot shots kind of thing mm-hmm. and this was sort of in the middle and kind of didn't pick a side but i think it would have been better served if it did yeah because like to mm-hmm. me the the best like major component was like the walton goggins character the assassin <laughs> Like, and his performance is just, like, all these, like, random lines that he just, like, hits or whatever. The, like, you know, when he's at the, like, border checkpoint and is, like, hunting, I'm going to kill some things or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, when he's in the store and he says, like, you know, what the fuck? He's just, like, looking at jackets and he's, like, green is fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! No, so I, I loved it. He was I, he was like the he, best part. Yeah. Of oh yeah. He was easily the best part of this movie. Um, I feel like I mean I mean I never know until we do our ratings, but I feel like I enjoyed this movie a little bit more than you guys did. Um, first of all, for the price to rent or buy, it's the same price. It was six ninety nine or five ninety nine. No, it was six ninety nine. So it was the same price yeah. to buy and rent. So I was like, I'll buy it. But now, like, now that I look back at it, I'm like, this might have been added to my yearly Christmas kind of, uh, you know, movies that I'd probably rewatch. This is a new family tradition? It it might be. Uh, It definitely reminds me a lot of uh, Rare Exports, where it's a very serious movie, but it's very goofy at the same time. Um, Mm. I would definitely say Rare Exports is a much better movie. But I, I mean, yeah. But like, the thing about rare exports and the thing about Fat Man is, rare exports knows what it is. Right. Fat Man, I don't really feel like it knows what it is. It's just like, mm. am I a comedy? Am I just an over-the-top action movie? Uh, I'm neither. Somehow. Yeah, rare exports. We should say too. Is this what was it? Norwegian or Swedish? Scandinavian. Swe- we'll just say Swedish, I believe. All right, this Swedish fin- movie I think it might where... have been Finnish, actually. No, Finnish actually makes more sense. Um, <laughs> this Finnish movie where they essentially, what, they dig up Santa? Like, he's, like, hidden in the ground or something? Yeah, it's yeah. like this company... It's like a monster for... movie. Yeah, it, it's great. Right. It's, it, like, like, almost like a monster-slash-zombie movie. And, oh, man, it, it is phenomenal if you've ever seen it. And if you're okay with seeing a lot of naked old men... It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is. It, Amy and I watch it every year, which we actually haven't watched it this year. So that might be tomorrow night after Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, we might have to watch that. But, oh, Rare Exports is an amazing film. I uh, definitely recommend it. I believe it's on Hulu. So definitely check it out. But, like, I, I had one note here that, I was I wrote it down early on, but it was like 
this movie feels like a Michael Bay movie, but a really bad one. At least, at least yeah, in the first I mean, act, where it's it was just like it felt like it was kind of hitting the same points that you usually get in a first act of a Michael Bay movie. Like Santa was like a, a like that grizzled everyman, you know. I feel like instead of saying a bad Michael Bay, I would say a watered down Michael Bay film. Yeah. Not bad because Michael Bay films are bad and this is better than Michael Bay. Let's be honest. Yeah, I I would say it's just it's very like very much like an indie action movie kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that's like how been, I took it. I've been sort of watching a bunch of those. These aren't necessarily like indie indie kind of movies but like so many of these gerard butler movies i've been watching lately i just watched uh i just watched olympus has fallen today oh god and i gotta tell you not too bad but um where's i going is that, that the first oh, which one of the in the series that's the first one that's the, that's first the white one. house one. so that that's yeah. the the best of I've, all of them apparently i have heard that uh was it White House has fallen or something like the other one that White came House out. Down. White, White House yeah, down. The, the other one that uh, came out. Fox that one. yeah, I heard that one was actually better. Yeah, I could. Oh, I don't know. This one was okay. It was just funny though because you had the 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 dynamic where like okay, the president's Aaron Eckhart. The Speaker of the House is um, Morgan Freeman. The Vice President is a guy you've never heard of. Vice President's probably not hanging around too long. <laughs> like the writing's kind of on the wall um anyway decent i'd recommend it anyway it's on netflix um fuck was i going with that yeah but it's just kind of like this you know fat man is it's got a lot of like very you know small budget sort of and i mean look that's exactly what it is it's like a small budget action comedy i mean look if, if theaters were open there's probably a decent chance this isn't even in most of your local oh, theaters, especially with it. the flood of movies this time of year, box off, you know, yep. blockbuster and, you know, Oscar bait. Um, so, um, you know, but I, I think the, the one thing though, it did kind of like, it was just sort of like lacking the good action scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it didn't kind of appeal to that side and like it wasn't funny enough to be a comedy comedy in and of itself. So yeah. I don't know. I guess it just kind of left me like not having a home. Also, just I don't know. The, the tone was weird, too. Like, did you guys when like Mrs. Claus gets shot? Like, to me, my first thought was like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but like the rest of the movie is, too. But it's like at that point, I'm like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> you don't or like this or like they're going too far don't shoot mrs claus <laughs> and miss mrs claus you get shot after santa claus so. yeah after he gets like yeah. nailed in the head you're just like right like no no bad <laughs> yeah and that's sort of like um i don't know what you want to call it epilogue or whatever where they go like tough talk the kid mm-hmm I don't know. It's just like a lot of stuff where it's like you kind of went part of the way there, but I would have loved you for to just say fuck it and just go all. Yes, go there. all the way. Like um, so the the assassin like they kind of hinted his backstory a little bit, which is random, like why he's mad at Santa, and like I don't know. I just feel like that was a almost a missed opportunity. If like you really were going that direction, like just commit. Don't like I feel like with the the cigarette burns on the arm, and then like 
the confrontation with Santa also, there at the end. But like also his like his backstory is also weirdly dark for this movie. Yeah. Where it's just but, like all right, like but he's tr- going was to it like his parent yeah, like yeah, because what was it? His parents died, and he asked Santa for new parents. No, no, his no, parents yeah. didn't die. They were just very abusive towards yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even get and that. And the I only present died. he ever brought him was that like little toy cop car. Yeah, that's a that's a bum deal. Yeah, which, I, I which, feel like either either if you're gonna give him that kind of backstory, like go into it a little bit more, or just omit it completely. But like, like just it, get rid of it. It's also just also, weird because, like, the the whole time you kind of get this vibe that like the kids in this world are just brats. Yeah. And then like you have that backstory, which is like, no, he's evil because he had a bad childhood, and yeah. Santa couldn't fix that. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, that's just a weird turn to make when you're just sitting here like, man, aren't kids all brats? Yeah, and I guess, too, like, giving him that backstory and motivation on top of, like, already of, like, him just being hired by this kid. The whole kid thing is, like, the the main dad <laughs> The bad kid. Although I did love their, like... <laughs> I shouldn't say love, but I found <laughs> that, like, interrogation scene early on to be, like, fucked up and kind of funny. Yeah. Mm. Or like more like like what the fuck is this sort of thing? <laughs> yeah, it like needed more stuff like that. Or just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So you know, I just feel like a lot of it was kind of half baked, and it's like just kind of gonna slip away. I, whereas I definitely feel like this movie could have been better, um, but for what it was, and I feel like for what this year has been, it's the movie that this holiday season I needed. And so I was like, thank, thank you. Because I mean, this, let's be honest, this movie could have been bad. Easily could have been really bad and like almost unwatchable. Yeah. I mean, if I think of like who would be a worse Santa, because I think Mel Gibson was actually like, no, I said like, oddly, he didn't have a lot to do. I I would gladly take a sequel to this movie. If like, I would definitely hope for an improvement and like, take yourself less seriously, go for more of the funny, um, but, and over the top action. But like Mel, Mel Gibson as Santa, I want more. I definitely want more Mel Gibson Santa. I like his Mel Gibson Santa. Yeah. And, but even he, he was like, why is he so grumpy all the time? Like, well, they, they talked about that. Like, cause it's just, Kids aren't nice, and I mean the the dude gets shot on Christmas delivering pre- uh, presents. I know, but it's like, does why does every action hero have to be like grizzled and like too old for this shit? Because that's kind of, in a way, the joke. Yeah, but they don't play that off as a joke. No, I know, but like it's it's subtle. It's kind of like a subtle joke that like is the it, action hero is too it, old for this shit. Is it subtle? Like. Plus, like, you know, I kind of, like, part of me was just, like, wish they just were, like, oh, yeah, uh, Santa Claus was part of the CIA. That's why he's a badass. Yeah, but I like that he's not. Like, he's a CIA. Yeah, like, he's ex-CIA. Yeah. I just, I enjoy the fact that he's just old and there's that, like, 
mysteriousness about how he was able to survive a bullet wound to the face. Like well, he's Santa Claus. I exactly like I I like that. Like I mean that's not much of a mystery. Okay. He's magical Santa but, Claus. Yeah. But like at the same time though, part of me does I do wish they just kind of fucking went for it. Like how amazing would it be if like the guy shoots Santa, the bullet pops out, and then he has, like, Wolverine claws and a candy canes. <laughs> I, I feel like we're dealing with a completely different movie at this point. See, but that's entertaining, you know? Right. Is it? No. Yes. Um, no, I mean, I was... To be honest, when Santa, quote-unquote, dies, I was very surprised they went that route because honestly for a moment i was like oh shit santa's dead like i really thought they they were like yes he's dead but then when she was like no just breathe it's okay chris and like caressing his body i was like oh santa's alive because he's immortal that's awesome and then obviously he comes back in the epilogue at the end which was great where he like downs the poisoned milk and he's like mmm fentanyl <laughs> yeah, that'll do the trick. It's like, oh, Santa can shake all this shit off. Like, Santa's a badass. He does all the drugs. <laughs> I did like how they half explained a lot of the Santa stuff, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like just, just, just enough. They didn't like yeah. have to explain it like, like total detail or whatever. Because yeah. sometimes a lot of these like sort of like high concept movies will get kind of bogged down and all that right. stuff. It, it's it's almost like uh, they put a lot of thought and detail into Santa and Santa's workshop and the elves and everything. But like they were like, that was all left like behind the scenes. So they were like, this is what's going on. We don't have to explain it, but this is why. So yeah, let's I just mean, film the scenes. You also just don't really need to explain a lot of, yeah. a lot of that stuff because you know who Santa is. Right. And it, it's, it's kind of nice that this like, movie doesn't do that. He it survives hold a... Its, he survives a bullet uh, hold to the head and, you know, you don't need to explain that because they're all like, oh, yeah, it's Santa. Santa doesn't yeah. die. No, he's immortal. But now he's got a kick-ass eye patch. Now he's a pirate. Yeah, I know. Now he's Thor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, eventually, we got to give this a rating. They should make a sequel where, like, he goes to war against the snowmen or something like that. Which, actually, I guess is also Thor, but don't worry about it. <laughs> or, like, he gets into a fight with the Easter Bunny or something like that. Uh, I would not complain about a gritty Easter Bunny movie that ties in with this one. The Easter Bunny movie is screaming to be a monster movie. Yeah. Here comes be like and, you know you just get the like like falsetto like uh you know somebody the, like here comes Peter Cottontail kind of thing yeah somebody somebody's must have <laughs> made a horror where the monster's the Easter Bunny like it's, I mean, it's we have one with like the Tooth Fairy like it's got to be somewhere somewhere uh, out there I'm like looking it up right now and I I, I don't know or do you think maybe maybe it's a zombie movie. I mean, there's, like, movies about guys in bunny costumes that are killing people, but not, like, Ooh, legit no. the Easter Bunny. Right. Like, Easter Bunny Kill Kill is one, but it's just a guy in an e a bunny mask. Like, no, I want the legit Easter Bunny 
to be a murderous monster. Because, like, yeah. let's be honest. If that happened, if that movie came out and the end of it tied in with Fat Man, I'm 100% in with this uh, movie cinematic world, I guess you would say. Uh, that'd be great. Get on that, please. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what 2021 needs right now. Yet another cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Not the we, we'll wait. We'll we'll push the vaccine out a year. But if we can get another cinematic universe, a, a fat great. man versus the Easter Bunny a cinematic universe. Yeah, I, I'm I'm 100 percent down on that. <laughs> There's just a government lab, and it's like a giant turkey and like a pumpkin that walks and leprechauns. Yeah, leprechauns. Like, <laughs> oh, man. like a leprechaun in cold storage, like cryogenically frozen. <laughs> they have to release Uncle Sam to save the day, you know? <laughs> right. But he's like a robot. Yeah. Super patriotic robot, though. It's like SAM is like short for something. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> Actually, that'd be great if Uncle Sam... <laughs> Like destroyed Santa and San and Sam was short for Santa Annihilation Machine. <laughs> All right, maybe maybe this is the movie we need to make, and we should just delete the podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, so, uh, so what? What are? What's our rating here? Yeah. So I went with a seven point two. I know a little high, but I did enjoy this. I'm gonna give it a. Let me give it a six point eight. Okay, Sam. I'm gonna give it a six six. All right. So we're we're not far off, which is very surprising. Um, it's like a you know. I'm not disappointed I watched it, but I'm probably not going to watch it again. Yeah. Like, my See, feeling with it is, is, like, it was an interesting concept, but okay execution. I am I cannot wait to watch this again next year. I, I would never watch it twice in one year, but I'll definitely watch it next year. And hopefully, Chris, uh, who is definitely listening to this podcast... Um, hopefully he watches it and I feel like this might be a Chris movie. Like if, if there was ever a movie that just us reviewed that could be a Chris movie, I feel like this is it. I feel like Chris's theoretical score is like 7.3. Ooh, okay. Or you're, 7.4. You're making a, uh, a theoretical score. Okay. I'm going more of the like Wonder Woman school of Chris takes. I mean, remember, Wonder Woman was a hot, was like a nine. I know, but like, I guess I just mean like he liked it more than more than us, maybe. I guess. I don't know. I'm gonna say nine to six. <laughs> That's what Chris is gonna give. Nine. That's six. what Chris is gonna give. And because we yeah. all said that, he's gonna give it a a two. Four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. This movie was John. Horrible. John. Four is too high. Right. He doesn't give out fours. It's three or below. Uh, do, do I did have one kind of question for yeah, you guys of course. here as as like a holiday thing? Yeah. What's your like holiday movie must-haves? Like like the ones you absolutely have to watch every year. 
Because Sean, you were talking about it before. Yeah, like, this is gonna go into the this is gonna go into the like the Sean Christmas fall. Yeah. So yeah. So there's like this. It looks like it's a new edition. Um, but rare exports, like I said, my wife and I we watch that every year, and I know, obviously, because Sam is my brother, and as a family, my you know Sam, my, our sister, our mom and dad, we sit down every Christmas Eve, no matter how far apart we are. We watched The Muppet Christmas Carol. And thank you to Disney and Disney Plus for allowing us to actually stream it at the same time to watch it together. And we're actually resuming tomorrow to do it. And mm-hmm. super excited to do that because it's going to be really weird because we're all going to be quoting it at the same time from three different locations. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for me, it's mostly just uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, but maybe like also some of the like Rankin Bass, uh, mm-hmm. uh, some of their stuff. But one thing I, I always wanted to do, and maybe I'll do this for the podcast next year, is sit down, watch all of them, and try to assemble the mythology of that. All those Sam, movies. Sam, those are the, uh, so for the viewers or the listeners. They're Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Uh, Rudolph's Santa Shiny Claus is Dudes, Coming to Town. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Uh, uh, Christmas in July. Christmas in July. Um, the, uh, was it Ernest the Long-Eared Donkey or something oh, like that? Oh, God, that. Um, there's that cricket one. Yeah, there's that's that like the one. long lost one. They also there's did a, a um, Pinocchio one. They also all did... of those movies scare the shit out of me as an adult, <laughs> and like really scare the shit out of me as a kid. Uh, they did a um, Jack Frost, and they did uh, the Groundhog. There's a Groundhog Day one, yes, as well. Um, Sam, I own most of them, <laughs> so there was like a box set with like all of them and i bought it for amy last year so if you're doing it i'm doing it because especially like i've i don't do drugs but i have watched rudolph's shiny new year so i know what drugs are like (laughs) (laughs) so like i just want to make like a giant flow chart of like all the different characters and godlike entities in that whole thing. You should, yeah, you should do like an alignment grid. Yeah, and just tr- like you know, who's who's the chaotic neutral? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, w- w- ne- that's something to look forward to. Twenty twenty one. I I'm a hundred percent down to do this with you, Sam. I think this would be a lot of fun because I, unlike John, do actually kind of enjoy those movies. From well, a chaotic, a chaotic evil kind of point of view. It's it's also just like I grew up with those movies, so it's like yeah. I, I guess I've been desensitized to them. But like as an adult, I look look at those movies and I'm like, what the heck is going on the, in all these really, movies? Like, why do you need to do drugs if you've seen Rudolph Shiny New Year like every year for your first twelve years of your life? Yeah, like you don't need drugs after that. Because you're like, oh, everything makes sense. I feel like I'm on drugs all the time now. Like, do you think the postman uh, from, from Santa, Santa Claus, Claus is coming to uh, town? Do you think he's an immortal? Fred Astaire? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he <laughs> is. 
hundred percent. He knows the whole story of Santa Claus, including the small details. Of course, he's, he's actually. Is he an immortal? Definitely. Is he God? Probably. <laughs> More probable than not. He's, he's like one of the Watchers, you know, from from Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there an Easter one too? Or am I crazy? Uh, Peter Cottontail, I believe, is the Easter one. Yeah, I think there was one. Well, I can't. Uh, here comes. No, is it here comes Peter Cottontail? Uh, tail of baby? I don't know. Uh, cotton tail. I, the, the sad thing is I'm, like, looking this up now. Um, so when I Google here comes, it's here comes Santa Claus, here comes the boom, and then here comes the sun. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. here so comes Peter Cottontail. Kevin James is above the Beatles. Yeah, uh, Rankin and Bass, here comes Peter Cottontail. Oh, man, they're... Like, I, I remember this movie, like, vaguely, and it looks like there is a Fred Astaire-esque character in it. Yes, there is, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. You know who does uh, Peter Cottontail? Casey Kasem. No. <laughs> uh, oh, man. And the and bad Peter guy? Cotton. January Q. Irontail? <laughs> Vincent Price. Oh, they had man. good voice acting. I'll give him that. No, I love Vincent Price. Like <laughs> Vincent Price, the actor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should watch tonight. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, no, Sam, we, we should sit down, look up all of the uh, Rankin and Bass um, movies that we possibly can, piece them all together. I would even argue watch them in chronological order if we can or try to piece them together in chronological order because so, obviously Santa Claus is, com is coming to town happens uh, before Rudolph but if you watch the year without a Santa Claus there's no Rudolph so therefore that would come before Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer so like we're including Willie Mays and the Say Hey Kid right <laughs> What? <laughs> so I'm just looking up all the movies Rankin Bass uh, <laughs> have, done. Have, have done, and one of them is a cartoon Whoa. called Willie Mays and the Say Hey Kid. Whoa. He, Rank, Alan or Arthur Rankin Jr. produced the Hobbit cartoon. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in all of 2020. <laughs> oh, there's another one called The Easter Bunny is Coming to Town with Fred Astaire. I think this is what I'm going to lose. Oh, okay. About. Oh, my God. Yes. Wait. Oh, my God. This is great. I can Sean, some of these are made by Toho. Re oh, yeah, yeah, because um, that guy is in it with the awesome voice. Oh, the... Oh, yeah. I can't do the voice. No, no one can. It's the greatest, greatest voice of We've, all time. <laughs> I just remember him in Midway being like, yeah. these bombers need to go. Like, Is that the Burger Meister Meister Burger? <laughs> all right. Anyways. Well, happy holidays, folks. Yes. It's been, it's been, a, been an interesting one. I'm glad glad you're all still listening, still, uh, still enjoying the show, staying safe. We'll get through this, man. Hopefully we'll be good by next Christmas. 2021 is 
a couple sleeps away. Just think about that. It's only it's it gonna only be, be our year, here. guys. It's gonna be our year. New year, Look, new us. Yeah, there's only one year that has Dune coming out in it, and that's 2021. So let's focus on the positive. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like any of our podcasts, and hopefully you do, you can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, um, Google, everywhere. Um, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Knights of Nerditude. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Uh, give us a movie or TV recommendation, and we will definitely watch it and let you know our feelings towards it. And, uh, yeah, we, we're excited to hear from you. Until next time. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs>